The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. God says, I will cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth. Say amen to that. Now, what you need to understand is that delighting yourself in the Lord is your responsibility. It is your responsibility to delight yourself in the Lord. When you delight yourself in the Lord, then God will cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth. And I decree that will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Thank you for our season of greater glory. Thank you for what you have already done. Thank you for what you are about to do. Receive all the glory. From today, by the authority you have vested in me, on the basis of the hard desire of your children, I decree right now that there shall be no need, no lack in this house. Before the need arises, you will make provision. Father, we thank you. I see it, Lord. Anything blocking the help, anything blocking the provisions of your people, anything choking the flow of your provision, right now in the name of Jesus, as we are in the season of greater glory, I decree those things unblocked. Amen. I decree those things unblocked. Amen. I decree those things unblocked. Amen. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I thank you. We call it done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, give Jesus a good praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is done. Let's please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Please be expectant tonight. Please be expectant tonight. Because something unusual is about to happen. Please be expectant tonight. Don't be casual about tonight's service. By the grace of God, I hear God a little bit. And when he's about to do something unusual, I can sense it. And so please be sensitive tonight. Be prayerful. By the time you leave here today, there will not be any need whatsoever in your life. If I be a man of God, after tonight, there shall not be any need whatsoever in your life. So shall it be. In Jesus' name. Well, this Sunday, I have a very important announcement uh, for us as a church. So I want us to uh, be praying because God has done something great. Amen. 
done something great for us as a church. So this Sunday, don't miss out. If you miss this Sunday, <laughs> you have missed a lot. So everyone that you know that have not been in church, tell them this Sunday, God has given us a testimony and I'd like to share it with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Are you ready for the word? All right, turn with me in your Bibles to... Turn with me, please, in your Bibles to the book of Isaiah chapter 58. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 14. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 14. I read, it says, Thou, then thou shalt delight thyself in the Lord. Then thou, can you change the font? Can you change the font? And the background. Then thou shalt delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth. Say amen. Amen. Then you shall delight yourself in the Lord. When you delight yourself in the Lord, God says he will cause you to do what? To ride in the, upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. Um. Continuing and concluding the message I started last week titled, Delight Yourself in the Lord. Delight Yourself in the Lord. One of the things God usually does in the life of every ministry is to draw men and women to the vision that he has given. Whenever God gives a vision, he will draw men and women to come and help that vision become a reality. And so therefore, when I look through this church, it becomes very easy for me. For instance, if I'm looking for people who are diligent, people who delight themselves in the Lord, there is no one or two people I can say this one doesn't have a delight for the things of God. I can see an evidence of men and women who are hungry for the things of God. That's why there is so much evidence of God's liftings among us. There is so much evidence of God's favor among us. There is so much evidence of God's glory among us. And that's why day after day, week after week, we keep hearing the goodness of God's goodness, the goodness of the Lord. So the scriptures are clear. The Bible says that if you will delight yourself in the Lord, God says, I will cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth. Say amen to that. Amen. Now, what you need to understand is that delighting yourself in the Lord is your responsibility. It is your responsibility to delight yourself in the Lord. When you delight yourself in the Lord, then God will cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth. And I decree that will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. I said I decree that shall be your testimony in the name of Jesus. What does it mean to delight in the Lord? What does it mean to delight in the Lord? To delight in the Lord or to delight is simply to please someone. To please someone greatly. That is what it means to delight. To delight also means to take great pleasure in someone or in something. And in this instance, we are talking about having a great delight in God. 
not having a delight in miracles. Yes, praise God, miracles are good, but our delight must be in the Lord. That's why Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So it is our responsibility to seek first the kingdom of God, and when we seek first the kingdom of God, all the things that the world is chasing after will come chasing after us. And I want to encourage you, if there is anything your delight must be in in this season, let it be in God. I said, let it be in God. Let it be in God. Others might be, I mean, running after other things, but let your desire be in God. Let your delight be in God. And when your delight is in God, God will lift you up. Amen. I said God will lift you up. Amen. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 37 from verse 3 to 5. It says, trust in the Lord, do good, so thou shalt dwell in the land. And verily thou shalt be fed. Say amen to that. Amen. Verse 4 says that delight thyself in the Lord. Delight thyself in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. You see, the simple equation to having all the desires of your heart is to delight in the Lord. Are you following what I'm saying? It is very simple. If you, how many of you have desires? How many of you have some good desires? You have a desire of living in a mansion. You have a desire of driving uh, a Maserati. You have a desire of having a private jet. Those are all good desires. You have a desire of having a good husband. You have a desire of having a good wife. Why are you not saying amen? amen. All these are good desires. Now, if you are going to have all of these desires... The answer to having all of these desires is to delight yourself in the Lord. Is to do what? To delight yourself in the Lord. And to delight yourself in the Lord simply means to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. To delight yourself in the Lord simply means to love what God loves and to hate what God hates. If God loves people, you love people. If God loves soul winning, you love soul winning. If God wants us to fast, you fast. That is what it means to delight yourself in the Lord. And from the time I've been serving God up till now, I have never seen anyone who genuinely delights themselves in the Lord go down. Never. Never. I have never seen anyone who genuinely loves God, who genuinely delights in God, has ever gone down. It can never happen. Are you following what I'm saying? Because when you are with God, when God is higher and you delight in God, you will always be higher. And I decree upon you from today, you will go higher. Your family might be down, but you will go higher. Your family might be in curses, but you will operate in the blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus. So the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord. And he shall give thee the desires. Notice, not one desire. Desires of your heart. Desires, many desires. A desire of having good children. A desire of working in the blessing. Amen. Just delight yourself in the Lord. Every weekday you are in service. Somebody will think that, oh, you are crazy for Jesus. Yeah, praise God. I'm crazy for Jesus. Amen. By the time we get to the end of the road, we will see who is up there and who is down there. Amen. 
Verse 5, it says, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. What will he bring to pass? All the desires of your heart. It's not, you see, many times people, people hold, they, they block the hands of God by worrying. Do you know worry can never change anything? How many of you know that? Worry has never changed anything and will never change anything. Worry does not change anything. So why do you worry? Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. It says be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But with with all your desires, all you have to do is with prayer and thanksgiving, let your requests be made unto God. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, did he say in some things? In how many things? In how many things? In how many things? In everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving means when you are standing in this situation, you say, Father, thank you that you've done it. I don't know how it's going to happen, but thank you that you have delivered me out of the lion's den. I don't know how it's going to happen, but thank you that this fire will not burn me. I don't know how it's going to happen, but thank you that I am not going to be drowned in this water. Are you following what I'm saying? Learn to thank God in every situation. And let your request be made unto God. Let your request be made known unto who? Unto God. He is your number one. Your number one petitioner. That's why David said, commit your way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. I don't know what you are trusting God for. Before the end of this month of greater glory, he will bring it to pass. I said he will bring it to pass. Don't try to figure it out, how he's going to do it. Just allow him to take care of it. I said he will bring it to pass. David was one person who understood what it means to delight himself in the Lord. David understood it so much. Do you remember David? In, 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 in 1 Samuel chapter 22, Verse 1 and 2. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 22. Chapter 22 verse 1 and 2. The Bible says that David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave of Adullam. And when his brethren and his father's house heard of it, they went down hither to him. Verse 2. The Bible says that and everyone that was in distress. Everyone that was in debt. Everyone that was disappointed gathered themselves unto him and he became a captain over them and there were with him about 400 men. Look at the people that were gathered around David. People that were in distress, I call it the 4D. The four Ds. People that were in distress. People who were in debt. People who were discontented. People who were depressed. They all gathered themselves unto David. And the Bible says that and David was the captain of them. Do you know what that means? That means he was the captain of all the four Ds. That means he was in more debt 
He was in more depression. He was in more discontentment. He, he was in more of it than all the people who came around him. Because the anointing you carry determines what you draw. <laughs> but David, but David, delight in the Lord. That's why David said, for thou, O Lord, Psalm 3 verse 3, for thou, O Lord, I seal to me the lifter up of my head. He knew that if only I delight in the Lord, it doesn't matter my situation. I might be in debt. I may be depressed. I may be discontented. But if you, O oh Lord, are a shield for me, you are the lifter up of my head, you are my glory. David understood it. One of our members was sharing a testimony the other day. He said, Pastor, praise God. Pastor, praise God. This year, after many years, I am debt free. I am debt free. I am debt free. You see, if it doesn't, it doesn't matter where you are now. It doesn't matter what you are going through now. If you can understand one thing, but thou, O Lord, I a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of my head is just a matter of time. I said it's just a matter of time. That's why on Sunday we had a testimony of someone bought a house, cash. Amen. A four bedroom house, cash. Amen. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's happening. It's happening right before our eyes. It's happening. Is happening. Amen. She said, I was 40,000 pounds short. I didn't know how it's going to happen, but God came through for me. Glory. Why? Because thou, O oh Lord, are the shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. God will lift your head up. I said, God will lift your head up. And I don't debt you are in. I decree right now by the spirit of God every debt is cancelled. Every debt is wiped off. I decree you from today you are completely debt free. I said I decree you from today you are completely debt free. Say a good amen to that. Your children will never be in debt. That's right. Never be in debt. Yeah. Generations after you will never know debt. Yeah. I said they will never know debt. Yeah. I said they will never know debt. Yeah. This house of solution, we will never know debt. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. If you check the history of all these people who gathered around David later, all these 400 men who were depressed, who were in debt, who were in distress, who were discontented. If you check their story later, these people, as they continued following David, they did not go, you see, oh, this is where many miss it. A little problem, then they leave. I have seen with my own eyes People who their blessing is just one week away and they get emotional because of something someone did to them and they get angry, they storm out and then the blessing comes. They were in debt. They did not leave David. When you check their story later on, these 400 men 
they actually gathered all the resources needed to build the temple. When Solomon showed up, Solomon had no need. Solomon built the temple debt free. Because these men who were in debt, God changed their story. God will change your story. I said, God will change your story. I said, God will change your story. Like Jabez, your story will change. God will change your story. He will change it from Mara to sweet. From bitter to better. From bitter to sweet. God will change your story. God will change our story. Our story will be a global story. So David understood what it means to delight in the Lord. That's why when you read uh, 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 8 and to 10, at one point, David went as a king and sat before the presence of the Lord and said, oh Lord, what is my family? Who am I that you have made me a king over your people? Look at where God brought him from. He said, now therefore, so shalt thou say unto thy servant David, thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheep court, from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people Israel. Do you understand the, the magnitude of this statement? He began as a follower of sheep to become a king over Israel. What was the secret? His delight was in the Lord. His delight was in the Lord. His delight was in the Lord. When you are serving God, it's not in vain. His delight was in the Lord. He says, now therefore, so shalt thou say unto David my servant, thus says the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheep coat, from following the sheep to be a ruler over my people, over Israel. That will be our testimony. You see, this requires to, to, to diligently To diligently serve the Lord requires faithfulness. It requires commitment. Commitment when even it's not working. (laughs) Faithfulness when nothing is happening. David was faithfully, diligently on the desert serving. Diligent, nobody was there. He was not hitting the few sheep. He was not killing the sheep. You are the sheep. On the wilderness, he was not hitting them. He was not cursing them. Instead, he was was anointing them. He was anointing them. He was blessing them. And from being in debt, they became great men and mighty men of value. That's what God does. It takes commitment. We are living in times where everybody wants it now. Give me now. Everything is microwave generation. Microwave. We want beggar. We go to the shop. We buy beggar. We put it in the microwave. P P P. Thirty second. Mm, it's ready. Beggar. Thirty seconds. Beggar. They're having chips now. Thirty seconds. We don't want even, and so because everything is microwave generation, when we want a husband, we want it in 30 seconds. <laughs> when we want a wife, we want it in 30 seconds. 
We go to God. We see God as a microwave. We put the prayer request. Father, in the name of Jesus, give me a husband in 30 seconds. We wait 30 seconds. Beep, beep, beep. We open the microwave. No husband. They say, God, no more serving you. I'm gone. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It takes commitment. It takes faithfulness to build something big. David was a ruler looking after the sheep, the little sheep. And one day his father came and said, send food to your brothers. It's called divine timing. You see, all these years he was practicing. You see, you might, oh Jesus. I heard a woman of God share a powerful testimony. She said she had her sister who was in the house with her, who was barren, believing God for a child. And the, the sister was in the choir. And every time they go, they, she, the sister is serving faithfully. She, one day she was praying. And then God said, every time I bring your sister's baby, she's not there to receive. He said, but God, no, I live with my sister. I know how committed she is. God said, no. Every time I bring her, her baby, she's not there. So she went to question her sister. I said, this is what I heard the Holy Spirit say. Is it true? I said, yeah, she doesn't go to choir rehearsal. She doesn't go to choir rehearsal. She doesn't see choir rehearsal as important. When the angel comes looking to bless, he comes during choir rehearsal. He doesn't come during on the stage. He comes to bless people behind the scene. So every time the angel comes with the baby, she's not a choir rehearsal. And, and, the, and the woman of God said to her, change, go back to choir rehearsal. And she went back to choir rehearsal. The woman of God said, within, I think, if I'm not mistaken, within three months, she became pregnant. She became pregnant within three months. You see, we are living in a generation where everybody wants to be on the stage. Give me the mic. Hello, hello, one, two. Hello, hello, one, two. This is me. And all we are doing is flesh. All we are doing is flesh. Showing flesh. Showing flesh. Showing flesh. That's all we are doing. But God is not in it. God is not in it. And we look at the people, we say, everybody is getting blessed. Why is he or she not getting blessed? God says, ah, whatever he or she is doing is not to the glorification of my name. I've said to you time and time again, your heart is a plate. You see, when you are serving and you are memory in your heart, I might not hear it, but God hears it. If the plate is dirty, God cannot bless you. You might come here and doing everybody's sin. Oh, he, she's hardworking. Oh, he's hardworking. And we see you have one issue, challenge after challenge. As for you, you are not having any testimony. Nothing is happening in your life. You are wondering, why is everybody having testimony and he or she is not having testimony? Because their heart is not clean. We are remembering and complaining. Sometimes we even criticize the very pastor that is going to lay hands on you and bless you. think God can be mocked? No. God is not mocked whatsoever a man soweth. That shall he reap. Whether good or bad. And the, the, the good thing about the reaping is you reap it more than you sow. You reap more than you sow. So when David was on the desert looking after that little sheep, he was faithful. If I give you a little department in the church and you cannot be faithful with three or four men, you want to come and stand here and preach, yet you cannot be faithful with the three or four men. 
you have failed already. You think this is about man. This is about God. You come and say, when, I, when, when, when is he going to give me an opportunity to preach? I can preach better, you know. I've, been, I've got a revelation. I've got a revelation. There are more souls out there. Go and, go and share your revelation with them. When, when is the pastor going to travel so I can preach? I'm not traveling anywhere. As for pastor, the only time he lets me preach is when he travels. So when is God let him travel this year? I'm not going anywhere. This is my assignment. I'm looking after my sheep. I'm looking after my sheep. I'm looking after my sheep. I'm blessing my sheep. I'm prophesying over my sheep. And one day, the father will say, take food to the battlefield. And as I get to the battlefield, here will be Goliath saying, who is this uncircumcised Philistine defying the armies of the Lord? It's just one day. But what happens that day depends on what I've been doing faithfully. Faithfully on the desert. Faithfully. T.D. Jakes was preaching faithfully to eight people for years. Creflo Dollar was preaching faithfully to a few people in a classroom for years. The day he came to the International Faith Conference, the place was packed to the overflow. Police people were circling the area before he showed up. I was telling one of my pastors that you see how faithfulness is important. When he was doing this thing in a small classroom for years, over 30 years ago, nobody knew about him. Today when he's going to preach somewhere, police have to circle the area, make sure the area is safe hours before he shows up. Listen, God cannot be mocked. God cannot be mocked. God cannot be mocked. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will cause you to ride in the high places of the earth. Delight yourself in the Lord. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. Love him with all your heart. Serve the Lord genuinely in the secret place. Pray. In the secret place, thank God for your life. It's just one day. This desert experience is not a waste. Name them Joyce Meyer. She said she was preaching, she was doing Bible studies to a few people for years, to five people for years. She fought many battles because people were saying she's a woman, she cannot teach. She's a woman, she cannot teach, she should keep quiet. They threw her out of a few churches she went to. But today, look at her. When she's filling and packing stadiums to the overflow. How did it happen? She was faithful to the little God gave her. She delighted in the little God gave her and today God has lifted her up. Those who delight in the Lord prosper in everything they do. In everything, not some of the things, in everything. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3. It says, blessed is the man that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. Say amen to that. Blessed is the man or the woman who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. You see, anybody who advises you badly, that's the counsel of the ungodly. The counsel of the ungodly is the counsel of Ahitophel. That's the counsel of the ungodly. Are you following what I'm saying? It says, blessed is the man that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. 
anybody who counsels you evil against this church or against your man of God, that's a, an evil or an ungodly counsel. Where are you going? I mean, the solution, solution. Where are you going? I'm going to solution. Every day, solution. Where is the solution? What solution? Solu? Every day, solution. Does solution belong to you? Is your father the owner of Solo? That's a counsel of ungodly. That's ungodly counsel. They want to unblock um, 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 you, remove you from your blessing. Have you noticed that the only, only trees that bears fruits are trees that are planted in one place for long? Have you noticed that? Have you noticed? Yes. Trees that today you plant it here, you uproot. Tomorrow, there. Next week, there. Following week, there. Following month, there. When you come looking for the tree, you wonder where has the tree walked to? Or where has it moved to? Now the tree is a walking tree. Anybody who goes, ask for me, I cannot submit to any church. You are an agent of the devil. That's an ungodly counsel. Oh, no need to say, I must stay in one church. That's loyalty. It's called loyalty. Jesus died for us not to play politics with church. Are you following what I'm saying? Our delight must be in the Lord. How many fathers do you have? How many mothers do you have? You only have one mother and one father. Many of many people, it is stated that the minimum church people go to in their lifetime is eight. It's eight different churches. So count how many churches you've been to. If you haven't been to eight, if this is number six, that means there's two more for you. But you have to make up your mind that you're not going to be part of that statistics. Minimum churches I've been to is three. First, when I when I gave my life to Christ, well, let me let me count it very well. First church I went to, the Catholic Church. I'm sure we all went to the Catholic Church because we had no option. All our parents were Catholic, so that was my number one church. Then when I got born again, I went to a church called the International Central Gospel Church, ICGC, till I came to this country. When I came to this country, I went to serve in a church called PHCC. I served in that church for years. I told the pastor, I'm here to serve for two years because I have a calling upon my life and when I finish, I am going to go. After two years, Two years came, I told the pastor, it's time to go. The pastor didn't want me to go. I have to sit down for some time, you know, politics and so on and so forth. But later on, they finally released me. So because I knew if I start a church now, members from the church will follow me, I went to KICC. I stayed in KICC for about two or three years. Four years. So how many churches is that? Four. Yeah, you are counting. Wow. I thought you forgotten about the count. My goodness. So Catholic, ICGC, PHCC, KICC. <coughs> yeah, so that's number four. And then finally, we started SICC. Five. And then from SICC, I moved to SCI. So number six. <laughs> That's it, no more. I've got two more left on my list, but this is my last stop. Now, when you go home tonight, go and count how many you are <laughs> You are counting mine. Go and count yours. <laughs> yeah. From SICC, I jumped to SCI. SICC simply means Solution International Christian Center. And then it changed to Solution Chapel International. So here I am for life. 
No more moving. Make up your mind that you are also not moving. Whether in good time or in bad time, we are not moving anywhere. Let those who continue to move, let them continue to move. When God comes looking for them. <laughs> There's a testimony in this church. One of our members was believing God for his immigration status. I prayed with him. I said, it's done. And the moment I prayed, I said, it's done. The settlement was released. And guess what? It was sent to his old address. <laughs> so all these years, he thought he, he didn't have immigration status, but he was actually had settlement. But the, but the, the, the thing was sent to the old. <laughs> That's why you must stay in one address. <laughs> you must stay in one church. Because when your blessing come looking for you in this church, don't let God be looking for you somewhere else. Finally, by the grace of God, he found it anyway. Are you following what I'm saying? So, please get this. The Holy Spirit, today I made up my mind that I'm coming to just teach gently and go home. I'm, I promise you. You see, when I come, I make up my mind what I'm coming to preach, how I'm going to preach it gently, quietly, teach it, pray for you and go. But the Holy Ghost takes over because it is his church. So blesses the man that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. Listen, ungodly people, don't invite them to your house. Paul said, mark them and avoid them. When they knock on your door, don't tell them, come in. That's right. Yeah, let them stand outside. How can I help you? How can I help you? Eh? Have you lost anything here? Don't give them water because if they, you, they come into your house, you have become a partaker of their sin. That's what Paul said to Timothy. Paul said, don't lay your hands on anyone by, by heart. That's why if you observe, I don't lay my hands on anybody by heart. Because you become a partaker of their sins. So don't invite them into your house. Because the moment you invite them into your house, they are going to start. <coughs> <coughs> Are you still there? <laughs> when you ask them where, you, even if you pretend as if you have not heard, they say, are, are you still here? Are you still there? Are you still in solution? Yeah. What else do you want in this world? Solution. Everybody needs solution. There's only one solution. Jesus is the solution to all the world's problems. Where else will you go from solution? Will people offend you in this church? Oh, yes. Plenty. Maybe sometimes my shouting even offends your ear. <laughs> you say, today, why was he shouting like that? Because I'm preaching to five million. I can see them, you can't see them. Are you following what I'm saying? Why is today, he, he normally doesn't sweat. Why is he sweating today? <laughs> is that your concern? You are coming to be blessed. Just receive your blessing and go. It doesn't matter what method God is going to use to bring the blessing to you. Yours is you have come to collect the blessing, come and take the blessing and go. Don't decide for God what method. So blessed is the man that walked not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stand on the way of sinners. Do you know what that means? Stand in the way of the sinners. When you see them coming, dodge. Dodge. When they are coming like that, go that way. Don't stand in their way because they are sinners. Nor sit in the seat of the scornful. That means don't give scornful people seats. Don't sit together with them. Do you know whose corners are? They laugh. 
they laugh when they are not supposed to laugh. <laughs> Yet they don't have clean teeth. They are laughing. Verse 2, it says, but his delight is in what? Is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, does he do what? Meditate how? Meditate how? Meditate how? That's what we should be meditating on. Joshua 1.8, this book of the law shall not depart out of their mouth. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night, day and night, that thou shalt make thy way prosperous and observe to do according to all that is written therein, and that thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Amen. What are you meditating on? What are you meditating on? This one said this, this one said that, this one said this, he said that, he said that. He, oh, is the church he said that, he said that? No. Meditate on the word. You want to have good success? Meditate on the word. Verse 3. It says, and he shall be. See, the man or the woman who delights in the Lord, he shall be like a tree Planted by the rivers of He shall be like a tree planted. Planted means unmovable. Nothing can move you. Do you think someone can move me out of this church? No. It doesn't matter whether you smile at me or not. You can't move me out. I'm here for life. I'm here in this church for life. I will, I will marry all my children in this church. I will, I will bless their marriage myself. I'm telling you now, so don't think, don't think you are going to do it. I'm going to do it myself. He said, Pastor, so how are you going to walk your children to the altar? I'll walk them there. <laughs> I'll walk them to the altar myself. I said, hey, hey Ram, wait here. Catherine, wait here. Now I go and stand there. I said, brothers, we are here to bless. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm telling you. I'm telling you, turn up, I'm going to hold him and the wife to the altar. I said, hey, brother, I'm here to marry you. I am the one, I'll marry all of them. I'll marry all, and all of them will marry, all our children in this church, they'll marry as virgins. Amen. Say amen to that. Amen. All our children, your children, my children, they'll marry as virgins. Amen. And after that, all their babies, I'll dedicate them myself. <laughs> Amen. And not only that, their children's children, I'll bless their marriage. Amen. I'm here to 120. Amen. 120. Amen. Yeah. You are not going anywhere. You are also here to 120. Amen. We shall go at a good old age. Amen. So the key, when we delight in the Lord, we are planted. By the rivers of water. The rivers of water nourishes us. The rivers of water refreshes us. When we come to service every weekday and every Sunday, that is the rivers of water. When we are hearing the word, the Bible says that the word is like the washing of the water. The word represents the water. So we are planted by the rivers of the water. And guess what happened? We bring forth our fruit in our season. You will not miss your season. Amen. I said you will not miss your season. Amen. You will not miss your season of impact. Amen. You will not miss your season of influence. Amen. You will not miss your season of testimonies. Amen. You will not miss your season of breakthroughs. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. His leaves shall also not wither. 
His weed, his leaf shall not wither. Amen. Say amen. amen. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. Your company shall prosper. Amen. Your business shall prosper. Amen. The works of your hands shall prosper. Amen. Your educational career, it shall prosper. Amen. Whatsoever your hand touches from today, I decree it prosperous Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Quickly as we get ready to close. When God delights in you, now remember, we delight in God. Now when we delight in God, the next thing that happens is God delights in us. Say amen. amen. When God delights in you, there is nothing he will withhold from you. Amen. Say amen. amen. Numbers chapter 14 from verse 7. Numbers chapter 14 from verse 7 to 9. Now you know the background of this scripture. The background of this scripture has to do with when the children of Israel, Moses asked them to go and spy Ai. 12, 12 of them and uh, they came, 10 came with an evil report. Remember that? Yeah. 10 came and said, ah, we cannot do it. Ah, the land is full of giants. You, all, you hear all those reports every day. Those reports are like the doctor's report. Ah, you have six months to leave. Ah, you have HIV AIDS. Ah, you have cancer. You cannot make it. That's, that's the evil, the 10 report. The 10 said, we went to the land, we saw the land, but the giants there, uh -uh, we cannot make it. The evil report is, in this land, you cannot have a house. How we know you hearing testimonies of houses? Testimonies of barrage of houses. Amen. It's happening. Yeah. Yours hasn't happened yet, but it will happen. Amen. I said it will happen. Amen. Before the end of this year, it will happen. Amen. So, you see, all you have to do is when somebody is sharing testimony of house, don't sit there and say, hmm, when did she come? When did he come? I serve more than him. I serve more than her. Listen. When you, when you behave that way, God looks at your attitude and God says, no, you, you don't deserve to be blessed. When somebody is sharing a testimony like that, rejoice. Because what it simply means is that God has come to the neighborhood. The glory has come to the neighborhood. And when God comes to the neighborhood, there are houses in neighborhood. If your house is number 10 and God is in number 4, just pray that he comes to number 10 quick. Because from number four, it's coming to number five. From number five, it's coming to number six. From number six, it's coming to number seven. From number seven, it's coming to number eight. From number eight, it's coming to number nine. From number nine, it's coming to where? Number ten. And I tell you, you are next on the line. So rejoice. Say, ah, number four doesn't deserve a blessing. Who told you? Does God have to ask you permission before he blesses his children? No. So they were giving excuses. God said, I've given you the land. They go and spy the land. Ten came with evil report. Bad report. We hear a lot of bad reports today. They tell you your child has Down syndrome. That's a bad report. They tell you, they give you the expert, doctor's accurate report that you cannot make it past so, so, and so. And sometimes the reports can support the argument. Sometimes the report is so huge that when you look at it, you say, ah, God is true. But whose report are you going to believe? God's report or man's report? So in verse 7, the Bible says that, and they spake unto all the children of Israel, saying, the land which we pass through to set, it is an exceedingly good land. When you read from verse 1, you see they were actually crying because of the evil report. 
the whole nation was crying. Sometimes you would have gone to the doctors and they'll give you a report that will make you cry and weep. And you begin to ask, where is my God? God, I've been serving you all these years. Where are you? But trust me, those who delight in the Lord, God will always come through for you. They said it's an exceedingly good land. Verse 8, it says, if the Lord delight in us, if the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land. Do you see the secret? The secret is God delighting in you. What do you have to do for God to delight in you? Verse 1, verse 2, verse 3 of Psalm 1. There's a secret. If you can do that, then God will delight in you. He said, if God delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us. Say amen. amen. God will give you that land. Amen. God will give you that property. Amen. God will give you that promotion. Amen. God will give you that contract. Amen. There is no impossibility in God. Amen. God will give you that promotion amen. in the name of Jesus. Say not only that Elanda flows with milk and honey. Verse 9 is key. Verse 9, it says, Only rebel not ye against the Lord. This is where many miss it. They rebel against the Lord. Do you know what it means to rebel? Rebel means going the opposite direction. God said, Go left, you are going right. They rebel, rebel, rebel. Let's, let me say it properly. Rebel means rebel. You know rebel? They, they, they stand against everything that is right. They are rebellious. God cannot bless people who are rebellious. It doesn't matter what you know. If you are rebellious, God will not bless you. God said, only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land. For they are bread for us. Say amen. amen. It says their defense is departed from them. Say amen. amen. And the Lord is with us. Fear them not. Say amen. amen. God is with us. Yes. I said God is with us. Yes. I said God is with us. Yes. I said God is with us. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Finally, our foundational text, Isaiah chapter 58, verse 14. God says, delight, thou shalt delight yourself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth. Listen, if I be a man of God, if God has called me, if I did not call myself from today, we'll be hearing testimonies of Isaiah 58, verse 14 in this house. God will cause everyone in this church that delights in him to ride in the high places of the earth. I said you you ride in the high places of the earth. The secret is to delight in the Lord. Do we have an anointing oil? Quickly, I want to anoint you. I want to anoint you with an anointing of God's delight. An anointing of God's delight. And when that anointing comes upon you from today, you'll ride in the high places of the earth. Yeah. Two weeks ago, when I was teaching on from glory to glory, the Lord told me to pray for everyone. After the service, one of our members came and said, Pastor, Pastor, I had a dream. Three days ago, somebody was tampering with my hair. And then someone told me they were stealing my glory. And then after you said, everybody should come. We want to pray for everybody. You said, and God will restore your glory. And then the Holy Spirit just impressed upon my heart 
that my glory that they, they were trying to steal has been restored. Yeah. Listen, I said after tonight, after tonight's anointing, you'll ride in the high places of the earth. You'll ride in the high places of the earth. Those of you in education, you have distinctions. Distinctions. I see marriages coming to this house. I see, I see weekends of many weddings. Weddings upon weddings. I see joy, joy, joy. An unending joy. An unending cycle of joy. In this church, in your life. I see it happening. The anointing is coming upon you tonight. Are you ready? Stand up and let's begin to pray. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbiji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information, or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles.